just happy to be here. What is up, beautiful people of the world? My name is Exact Change, and I'm happy to be here today with my guest, Dan Spitz. Happy to be here, man. Thanks yes. for having me on. Of course, man. Uh, super stoked, man. We uh, get to chop it up at work all the time, dude, but never really get to sit down and just kind of go off. We're always just talking until ding, oh, and then you just leave so <laughs> much bell, on the table, man. dude. Yeah, that bell, dude. It's like a I'm hypnotized sometimes, dude. Like I'll be in a like I said, I'll be in a like a a divines or just some gas station, and I'll hear that ding, and I'll want to just get welcome <laughs> like, in. Well, oh, like I don't work here. I've definitely done it when I was like buying weed to leave, mm. and then it, like someone comes in, and I'm still like, oh well, oh, yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I'm can't, can't turn off the customer service. Can't turn it <laughs> off, dude. You know, what can we say? We're just, we go above and beyond as employees, even when we're not working. We really do. <clears throat> so, uh, you do a lot of things, okay? But, um, fought in the UFC, fought in uh, King of the Cage, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that and kind of your journey and what it was like, you know, coming into the sport from well, like a young boy? Yeah, I uh, so I've been a fan. I think the first UFC I watched was in like '93. It was like Andre Arlowski against Tim Sylvia. Which is so how old were fuck. you in '93? Uh, how old was I in '93? Twelve. Okay, so twelve yeah. years old, and you were you know, did oh, you watch like wrestling at all, like WWE or anything like that? Well, I grew up wrestling. So okay. my dad, my so dad like grew real up in Oklahoma. So like from the time I was five to about fourteen, mm -hmm. I was wrestling. Yeah. Every okay. year. But what mm. about like like fake wrestling? Oh, I liked fake wrestling. Okay, when you were a kid, yeah, I know some yeah. kids that like really wrestled were like, come on, like you know. But no, I still loved it. I mean, I still like it now. But yeah, I know it's not real. <laughs> I so mean, they put their body through a lot. It's just you know it's not happening in real time. Like, well, they're, just, they're not really hitting each other. I mean, like the slamming and shit and how active they are. Like, I have respect for professional wrestlers, but mm -hmm. people that compare it to fighting, it's silly the unpredictability of being in a fight that you don't know what's going to happen yeah, yeah. well whole... some people try and say what well, was that was stage and it's like no no none of it's stage what ufc like, i mean you'll have like casual fans be like oh that fight was stage that fight was fake space is fake like, bro it's like no man it's all real they're UFC really getting set punched. up by the government man it's all a ploy <laughs> to get your pay-per-view money well sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you yeah how was it so you you were like a young kid watching because I didn't even know about shit back then. 93? Really? I didn't even know UFC was a thing. Oh, yeah, dude. I rented, like, the UFC 1 VHSs after that at Blockbuster. <laughs> oh, fucking, dude. Yeah, it was intense. But I was always kind of about fighting when I was little. Not, like, bully, but, you know, like, if my friends ever got picked on or anything like that. Like, I was very quick to get in Step a fight. Up and yeah, I didn't really have that fear of physical confrontation, I guess. And that outlet for me for a long time was football. From the time I was like 11 until like 22. Really? Mm -hmm. So you wrestled in your young, young years and mm -hmm. then kind of transferred to football or you also wrestled? Uh, I wrestled up until like my sophomore year because mm, okay. then I was starting to get like offers and stuff and wrestling's so hard on your body, man. Really? <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't want to mess up like college for high school wrestling. That I wish sense. I could have wrestled longer, but... Yeah, my stepdad's actually a wrestling coach. Was a wrestling coach my whole life. Yeah, yeah, which was which was pretty cool, man. He's a pretty tough dude, so I know. And I've I've been to all, like a lot of those practices, man. Yeah. It's no joke, bro. Yeah, but and then so I stopped playing football. Um, wanted to do something after, and 
yeah, started training, took my first amateur fight like two months after, won that, and then had another amateur fight like a week after. And So when this is in high school? No, no, this was in college. Oh, in college, okay. Yeah, after I was done with football, played uh, football at WSU. And then, so, and I mean, you were interested in fighting, but have you had you trained like mixed martial arts or anything at that time? No, I didn't know anything. Really? <laughs> yeah. And you're ta- you then, took a fight? Well, I mean, I knew a little bit. I had been training for like two months. Wow. But... Yeah, I didn't know. Like, like you're ready. Yeah. Get well, I thought there. I thought in college, like back when I was playing football, I was like, yeah, I know how to fight. You know, had this false sense of security. But yeah, um, and then shit. After that, I was just hooked. And then it was kind of just because uh, I mean, college. How you know? How old are you now? Uh, Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, so when did this? So you took your first amateur fight and won that fight. Mm-hmm. I won that by knockout. I won my next amateur fight two weeks later by knockout. And then, yeah, I was just all about it. Jesus. So then it was just, then it was just like addicting from there. Oh, yeah. I went from that first amateur fight to making my UFC debut four years after. Wow. Yeah. So how many fights were in between the... Um, wow. You're built for this shit, bro. <laughs> I had six amateur, nine pro. Six amateur fights. So, like, after that, so two months of training, took an amateur fight, won mm. it, and then they were like, okay, yeah, <laughs> this I was like, guy right, can learn fast. Let's do it. Yeah. But you still had so much to learn oh, yeah. at that point. Well, I mean, I kind of leapfrogged a lot of heavyweights just because, like, Brendan Schaub explains it well. There's, like, athletes in fighting, and then there's, like, high-level athletes. Like, in general. Yeah, like, there's, like the LeBron James type. And like, if you see any defensive lineman at like the D one level or the NFL level, they are just freaks. Mm-hmm. So I kind of got to leapfrog a lot of those guys, just athleticism, just being know. athletic mm-hmm. in general and having that work ethic from you football know. and wrestling yeah, yeah. sports at a young, young age. Yeah. No kids or nothing like that. No. Nah. Eventually. Well, but, when you do have you some know. kids, they're going to be some fucking killers. Man. Keep them in, <laughs> I think it's just a huge thing to keep your kids in sports very young. Yeah. You know what I mean? And keep them busy and just keep them passionate about something. And you know what I mean? Like, because there's so many distractions along the way of being a kid that can mm-hmm. kind of throw you off. And, you know, you just, you got to allow your kids to get real passionate about something. Yeah. You know, and it sounds like yours kind of shifted. Like you're wrestling and they're like, you know, play some football. Mm-hmm. Play some football. Like, yeah, hey, let me, you know, let me fucking, actually, I'm into this. And yeah. it's crazy how it came full circle from when you were 12 years old mm-hmm. to you're actually, like, when you were 12, did you really think that you would become a fighter? Not really. That's no, crazy. I was still just on that football track, but I was like, I would always think back then. I was like, yeah, I could do this, you know? Like, because back in the day, bro, I know that those old, those old UFC fights, like they didn't have as many rules, right? Weren't people just? Oh, did you ever watch UFC one? No. Where there was okay, they had no gloves. There was no rules. Um, like you were allowed to throw them out of the cage back then. That wasn't a rule implemented. You could throw until... them out of the cage. Yeah. So there that was wasn't a, little... a rule implemented until. I mean, you might want you might be able to look it up, but it wasn't implemented until like a few years into the UFC. Tank Abbott tried to toss one of the guys out of the cage, and then they had to. They're like, hey, 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 hey. Rule. like, hey. Probably shouldn't throw him out, you know. Dude, that's that's some WWF shit right there, bro. Fucking throwing somebody out of the cage. That's why I would always watch wrestling, cause uh, yeah, I didn't know there was anything else, bro. I didn't like. I always thought like, oh, fighting. They're not gonna allow us to watch that, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, 
But the WWE shit was always so crazy. My parents wouldn't let me watch that. My parents yeah. were like, you can't do it. He's cut on the face. He's bleeding. <laughs> like, dude. Man. But yeah, the UFC stuff, it was bare knuckle too. Yeah. Back yeah. in the day. The first fight was like, it's this tall white dude with like karate pants on, fought this like 600 pound sumo fighter. Well, that was Kicked the other him in the face and shot his tooth out in the first row. Damn. It was like one of the first UFC fights. So yeah, Tank Abbott tried to throw Cal Warsham out of the octagon at UFC 11, and because of Tank Abbott, they made it illegal. Yeah. Wow. Who is the? Uh, do you got names on the? Or you want to this fight? Yeah. You got any name? You got any names on that first fight? Who was that? What was that first UFC fight? Oh, UFC one. Yeah. Uh, let's find out. So UFC one. Uh, Thursday, November 11th, 1993, at the McNichols Sports Arena. Uh, we had <clears throat> uh, Royce Gracie versus Gerard Gordo. Gordo? Gordo. Gordo. We had Jason DeLucia Luca versus Trent Jenkins. And what were these, like, what were the weight classes? Like, what, no weight uh, classes. No, catch weight is what it's called. <laughs> what is that? Catch, catch, catch weights, weight. whatever they agree on. This guy but can catch this guy. I believe the first UFC was open weight, right? Yeah, it was yeah. open weight. It looks like... Um, Just anybody who wanted to fight? Mm-hmm. Right, and it looks like the way that they're describing it here is that multiple... Like, fighters went multiple rounds. Like, it was like they they beat someone and then fought someone else. Oh, yeah, dude. It's tournament style. It, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, fucking... Yeah, no like, like, Mortal Kombat? Yeah, so, yeah, the Gerard Gordeaux guy beat Taylor Wiley... Uh, Kevin Rozier beat Zane Frazier. Royce Gracie beat Art Jimerson. And then Ken Shamrock beat Patrick Smith. And then Royce Gracie fought Ken Shamrock. And, and Royce won and got to move on. But yeah, it was like Royce fought like four times that night. Yeah. That was like wow. kind of like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu's exposure to the world. That's crazy. Like people, that was like, that was when people started to realize like, oh, this skinny little... Hundred whatever he was, hundred seventy five pound Brazilian dude just choked out this yoked, juiced up American, and you know, right. so that Spanx was the, that was the beginning of like size doesn't necessarily matter. Yeah, technique yeah. can beat. Well, that's when people start realize like, oh, we need to learn this shit, or it doesn't matter how big we are. Yeah, it's like a whole different skill set. It's, I mean, you can throw a punch with a big arm, but I mean, if you don't know how to defend against like some crazy style, you know, you get taken down. Well. um... I don't know when it became popular, but I didn't. I I didn't know what that shit was, bro. I heard of like taekwondo and karate and shit like that. Judo right? and stuff. Judo, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know about like like jujitsu and like how badass it was until probably probably until I started watching UFC. All my friends, like Chris, and like people, like started getting excited about it and like, yeah. oh man, I'd watch a fight and I, you know. It became like football, yeah. you know, something that you're really excited about, you know, and it doesn't happen as, as often, right? It's like, oh, this big pay-per-view, and yeah, man, that was, the, the fights are really fun, man. When you fought this last time, bro, I was like, you know, I was at work, bro, and I had the fucking phone, like, sneaking, I was like, <laughs> oh, shit, dude, what's up, man? I thought that was just the coolest fucking thing ever, dude, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's a rush, dude. Walking out there, it's it's very because I mean I've been in very high pressure situations like I've played in sold out Seahawks Stadium in the Apple Cup, you know, like I've played in really I've been in really stressful situations, what? but walking out to like the cage to know where you have to fight somebody in your underwear on national television, it's like oh you know there's a chance I could get embarrassed like 
my fight before this last one, like I didn't win this last one, but it wasn't, you know, it was back and forth. Mm-hmm. The it fight was. before that, I snapped my arm in the first 30 seconds oh, and then got like TKO'd. Damn. And it's like, dude, that putting yourself out there for that, like you, you go in there thinking you can win, you know, of but course, fighting but. definitely shows you that. So what's the, you know, there's, it's gotta be, a, is there a big difference um, in the feeling when you're out there with a team Versus being one on one with somebody. Yeah, it's it's you hear everything in football and stuff. Like mm-hmm. you hear the stadium noise, you hear everything, you hear all the crowd. But like in fighting, like as soon as you get in there, like it's silent, regardless of how loud the crowd is and stuff. It's You're weird. Just... It's like a psychological thing. But like all you hear is like your coach, and then it's just wow. Yeah, yeah. it's cool, but that it's just cool. a very different. Well, I bet, and, and it's a lot of buildup. To one thing, you know, weeks, months of just, yeah. um, now you, tr- you trained out of here, right? Out of, mm-hmm. out of Spokane. Uh, what was the place called again? Sick Jitsu. Sick Jitsu. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard about that. Isn't that a uh, same place as Michael? Yeah. Michael Kessa, Sam Cecilia, Juliana Pena. Um, yeah. I have a lot of people come out of there. It's really crazy, man. Because you just don't, you know, it's just right down the road. You got some real fucking professional athletes training and fighting. <laughs> like hometown this. heroes. Fucking man. cool. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Um, so, dude, is it like, there's there a lot of fighters, you know, like, it's like weed is okay now, right? Yeah. In the UFC. Like well, it it's would, like you have to be over... Like you can't fight over 250 units, so like you would have to. Oh, so you just can't fight. Be high. Like you would have to like smoke the day of. Okay, basically. which isn't a good idea anyway. Yeah. yeah. So well, if you ever watch, you ever watch uh, Nick Diaz fought Takanaragomi. No, I didn't. Pride in Vegas. It's why he got suspended. He apparently was taking bong ribs while he was getting his hands wrapped. Wow. Yeah, and he go goed him in the second round. What's go goed? It's a really weird submission. Really? It's a combination between a guillotine and omoplata. It's where you get like your leg up and over in front of their neck. Oh shit! Like, yeah. And Nick did that. Yeah, high well, as fuck. High as shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely watch Bro. it sometime. Man. It's it's awesome. If possible, we'll put it in this fucking podcast somewhere. Go go plata. You apply pressure to the throat of your opponent with your shin while using your other leg and hands to bring down the head, forcing more pressure. Yeah. Holy Jeez. Shit. It's it's very hard to get. In yeah, what an awkward position. I'm looking at the pictures. So, That's crazy. So the thing is, is would they claim that that was like, a, you know, that was an enhancement that he used um, being high? He was able to. No, I don't think comfortably it's that. It's, slip in there. It's like a legal thing. Like they don't want you to fight on like technically a drug. It's yeah, like you can't fight drunk or you can't fight on coke. You can't fight on. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it falls under. They don't sure. claim it as like a. Sports enhancing. It's not like an yeah, enhancement. I imagine be. it kind of numbs some pain. If anything, yeah, maybe an enhancement when your fight's over. Yeah. You're like, oh, let me fucking relax. Try to relax, bro. You know. But uh, what kind of what kind of strains do you like? What do you usually smoke um, on? Um, I mean, you like bo- really good Stevas. Like I've been smoking the Jack the Ripper a lot. I like the Jack the Ripper. We just got, a, got some of that right here. The Dutchberry again. Oh yeah, the Dutchberry. Fan yeah. of that? Yeah, yeah, it's oh. so good. Uh, my favorite right now is still the Biohazard from Budweiser. Really? Yeah. That's a sativa? No, it's like a, it's like a GG4 dosi do cross. What is it like? How is the effect? Just like just real? fucks your day up. Really? <laughs> just, yeah. Like just, you're done. Yeah. Do you play like Do you play video games at all? Yeah. I remember I told you I 
you were like, what are you playing? For? I said, Far Cry. You're like, oh shit. Like, I didn't know other people played Far Cry. <laughs> I thought I was the only <laughs> one. These were dope. Dude, yeah. these games, games are, are sick, man. I just found number three, dude, because I started off with number four, like, like way, like, I don't know, was like a few years. Three like, is sick, man. That's where I started. I got in three. I was like, oh, this is fun, man. Yeah, like, taking fire. over the bases and shit, mm-hmm. like, sniping people out. And, like, some of these games now, bro. I'm just, I suck, bro. Like, I'll be trying to play fucking Call of Duty and shit, and people are just, these kids are ruthless. I'm I'm just like, all right. Well, they made it, like, cross-platform now, which isn't really fair. Because if you have a computer and you play against someone who has, like, a PlayStation, it's The computer has the edge? Yeah, if you're playing on a PC, keyboard and mouse is way more accurate than a controller. Also, their frame rate, like, the, the quickness with which they can move, it just, it's not even a contest. You just get smoked every time. Like, in the time it takes you to move the analog stick to aim at someone, the mouse is just locked on you. Well, just imagine being able to, like, in, a, in like, a sh- like, a normal with a controller, you have to, like, scan, right? As fast as it goes. Like, but you can't just immediately 180. Like, with ah. a keyboard and a mouse, you can just immediately flip around. Oh, There's shit. just little things, like, like, you watch, like, competitive gamers. It's all on mouse and keyboard so if you're if you're if i'm getting like online to play on my playstation there could be some cat on a computer i think point. with the new one yeah yeah they made it but it tells you what tells so, you like yeah. watch out for this motherfucker well yeah it's just he's not really the, fair he's like, got the setup right? bro. It's just i don't care slow. what platform they're on we gotta man. team can, up on his ass yeah, i can only take so much shit talk from like 10 year olds for i'm like all right i'm out of here that's a bad part too now kids are so good at such a young age it's crazy it's like, well they got nothing but time <laughs> And back in, back in our day, it was like Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64. Like, oh, bro. I could fuck you up at GoldenEye Imagine, if we're in the same dude. room, you know, but you just sitting there 10 hours a day on Yo, your shit. They really yeah. need to bring GoldenEye back. Like, they need to remaster it. Mm-hmm. That'd be sick. Dude, they need to remaster it for the for the Switch or something. Like Switch 2, whatever. They got to come back. Because GoldenEye was the most epic, you know. So epic. That was so epic. The, the four screen. What they need to do, they need to come out with a shooter that's like GoldenEye. But they need to like sell it with uh, like some 3D glasses or some shit where when you put them on, you can only see your screen. Oh. So motherfuckers can't screen cheat you. Like, that's I a million played, dollar idea right there. I don't know how I feel about the like virtual reality gaming. I played a, it's called Payday 2. Yeah. It's like where you like shoot cops and shit. You like rob banks. Mm-hmm. You play it like virtual reality. It's just like, it's like, like real cop killing simulator. Like, it's that's fucking just crazy. You play for like a half hour. You're like, man, I. I feel like a I, bad person. I killed a lot of people, man. I don't feel good. <laughs> I talk to somebody. I'm gonna turn myself yeah, like, in. I don't know. Like you play that shit all day. You can... yeah. Bro, that's fucking. That's dangerous, bro. Uh, shit is dangerous. Now they're really gonna be blaming it on the fucking video games. <laughs> I know, right? No, but see, that's if it makes you feel like a bad person, that means they did a good job. Yeah. They're like, see, but you didn't kill anybody, but, but we still made you feel some type of way. Just like a real good movie mm-hmm. or a real good you know, album or something. Like you'd listen to a real vulgar album and you'd kind of get into some, oh, you, go, oh, you listen to some 50 Cent or some shit. Like, motherfucker, blow your brains out. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, oh, I'm a different person. Oh, who are you? Right. Back up, dude. Jeez, I got to look myself in the mirror. It just takes time. I think as as time goes on, video games will be more recognized as an art form. Like you look at uh, like that Joker movie that just came out. All the, the media and shit is saying, oh, it, it encourages violence. They got like cops at the, the theaters for security because they're worried it's going to like cause people to, to act out and be violent and shit like that. But now award season's coming around and Joaquin Phoenix, the dude that played Joker, and it, the movie's winning a whole bunch of awards for depictions of mental illness. So obviously they're doing a good job of eliciting emotion. You know, I think that... Yeah. You got to just... You have to understand that you can't have a free country... 
and then try to limitate. It's just you gotta have one or the other. Yeah. Either people are gonna say, hey, you can and can't do this, or you're gonna be able to say whatever the fuck you want and make something as art, and it's gonna be disturbing, or it's gonna be, you know, whatever. And it's just like you can choose to see it or not see it, or yeah. choose to watch it. Or have not. you seen the new Joker movie? No, but oh, I want man. to. You've you seen it. it. Yeah, it's good. really good. You saw it. I yeah. Ju- yeah, night yeah. before last, I just watched it, man. Yeah. Super. Fire. I just don't think people like getting like actual issues put in their face like no. that movie did it's depressing it's, like, it's people well, don't want they don't yeah, want to think nobody about wants it. to actually talk about it they just want to yeah. be like no that'll incite gun violence it's like well shit's already going on man yeah, just because like if, if maybe if we took care of like sad people and mentally ill people <laughs> and not like fed them to the fucking wolves like that's where the the, the fixing of the issue starts well i think it's an another another american thing <clears throat> in a way where it's kind of just like everybody's you're kind of expected everybody's like, you got to handle your shit and you don't really have time to worry about other people. Right. Or maybe you have a couple people, you got a couple people that you can worry about. You got your mom, your girl, or you know what I mean? A couple close friends. And it's like, I mean, your reach can only go so far with what you're able to do in a day or a week. But sometimes it is just, you know, with phones, especially we can just send a text, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's that easy to just be like, Hey man, I hope you're having a good day today. I hope, you know, or, I know you were going through some shit. Like, yo, I hope you, you know, and someone's just like, damn, all right. You know, thank you. Like yeah. it, that could mean a lot, you know? And cause it's sad when you hear about these people that are struggling and, um, when, uh, when people are just struggling, man, and sometimes you don't know what to do. You don't know how to help somebody, you know? Yeah. You're just kind of like, oh, they're dealing with some shit. We're all dealing with some shit. But yeah. sometimes it's a small little, just something, you know, little just letting people know, hey, man, I hope you're doing good. Yeah, just not making them feel like an outcast when they already kind of feel that way, you know? There's a lot of ego and a lot of people trying to be cool in this work, you know, in yeah. this social media world and the, just people trying to be famous and, you know people there's just a lot of me 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 mm-hmm. you know i think it is it, it helps me be a good person and to feel good about myself when i make sure that i'm you know helping somebody else have a good day yeah right yeah. i want to take care of people you know so what's the point of all the money in the world you're still lonely like i say like the like the chances of you committing suicide after you win the lottery like go through the roof it's like 60%, just cause 66% the abrupt. more. Well, it just doesn't make you happy, man. Yeah. Or it makes you People. really fucking happy and then it runs <laughs> out and you're like, oh, I want to be happy point. again. <laughs> yeah. Damn, bro. Or like, yeah, I'm sure like you could just get addicted to money mm-hmm. and that, and then you could be unhappy because yeah. you're just trying to make sure that you have a lot all the time and you're just like, dude. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing too is that you, when you're a kid, you think that, oh, you got, you know, once you became a millionaire, you would just move to the beach and life is over like you're good now right yeah. like oh i would just play video games all day long and just but it's like you could you'd go on a vacation and be like uh okay i need purpose now yeah. i need i need things to do it's not about the money you know being broke sucks you know like having no money and like not being able to do things mm-hmm. that's a horrible thing but you don't need to be rich yeah either right definitely well, when you're broke and, and like some shit comes along where you get to do something special or like you get a little come up, like it's that much sweeter. If you can just hop on a plane and take vacations on a Tuesday because I got fuck you money, like it just becomes less special. You know what I'm saying? So you kind of like lose that that excitement for it and that passion for it. Like you say, you, you don't really have purpose. You're just kind of doing shit to do shit because you got money to burn. Yeah. I think the other thing that sucks, like if, if you won the lottery and you didn't really have shit before, just imagine like your phone's going to start ringing a bunch now. 
Like, everybody's going to be like, hey, I'm your cousin. We haven't talked in, like, five. What's up, man? I heard you, you know, like, you won. That's cool, you know? Like, so and then you kind of start having these, like, little, like, wait, people, they really only fucking with me now because I got a check, you know? But like, then at the same time, you're like, oh, people are fucking with me now. That's cool. I like, that's I like attention. Tough, I can see why the suicide rate would go up. There's a lot of different reasons why money just complicates shit. But it, and it's like anything, dude. You can just get fixated on anything. Right, people fall like madly in love with people and get obsessed, and then fucking like it doesn't work out, and then they fucking get crazy, and you, they, you know, same mm. thing. Or drugs, right? You really, you know, you just start doing drugs. You love it every day. You want it every day. You need it all the time, and then it just you can't, you can't feed the fucking hunger enough. And yeah, it's just I don't know, man. It's it's like everybody's trying to chase, you know, you're trying to get a balance. That's what mm. we're trying to do. We're yeah. just trying to find a nice balance, of being able to enjoy things, being healthy. And then health is like it extends beyond our physical. Yeah. You know, you could be real physically fit and then have, you know, still just be like, fuck, but I'm trying to be more self-disciplined or I'm trying in these certain areas or mm -hmm. like I really bat battle with mental, just that mental stuff, not battling yourself, not assuming, not, yeah. you know, not creating things that aren't real and, oh, yeah. and anxieties and just like, dude, just chill. It's all try dude. to not be your own worst enemy. I will be <laughs> too. Like, yeah. I'm the same way, man. I overthink shit way too much and create these scenarios in your head and it's like that's why working out it's been huge for me that's probably why i got as far as i did with football and fighting is it's like especially in high school like football wise like that was always the outlet like if something was going wrong like in my social life or like with my family or whatever you know i could just put it into football and i'd be like well at least you know fuck you i'm doing this you know and yeah I you found something that you could really like just that really made sense yeah. where you felt real comfortable in being getting better at something. Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily need to be a sport, you know, like lots of kids do it with like music or writing or, but just for you, that's dance, how but yeah, it needs to be something. Unless like you're talking like kids like doing and competing at a young age. I think that's important. Even if you don't end up being like an athlete, like you might suck at the sports you're doing, but mm -hmm. it's good to learn how to like lose young. There's a lot of value there. Yeah. yeah. You, don't, yeah. you don't lose until you're like a fucking adult. Like that mm -hmm. first time's going to crush you. You need to know because this is the world that is, is that you're going to fucking lose. Yeah. In life, we're going to lose. Like just some shit's going to pop up. Like ex unexpected things happen. Life just kicks you in the fucking teeth sometimes. Oh, yeah, and dude. yeah, I think you're right, bro, because it's like giving a trophy to everybody for trying. It's like. No, I mean, we're going to, like, shake hands and, like, hug each other. Hey, what's up, man? You know, thanks for trying. But, mm -hmm. you know, the trophies go to the guys who won. That's just yeah, how it goes. Get, does it really have value, right? Like, if we all have a million dollars, are we really millionaires? I mean, I guess, yeah. But yeah, but, I mean, if we're... Money's diminished a lot. Like, if yeah, we're printing it's money... It's a bad analogy, but you know what I mean. If but, we're, yeah. yeah. Basically, like, yeah, if you're printing money and just, like... Like, why wouldn't you just like to solve the economy? Why don't you just print more money? We have more. It's just, no, it doesn't <laughs> work, work like that. that. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, uh, well, shit, man. It's, uh, what else I want to talk about? What else we got going on? What's happening, Mike? Uh, I know we, I know we got a fight coming up this weekend. Oh, yeah. that's right. Uh, yeah. You got to find someone to cover a shift for. Oh, I do. I don't know if I'm going to be able this to. This guy's been planning a fight night. So fight night. Everyone come over. We watch fucking Connor and Cowboy, bro. And then he tells me today, oh, fuck, I work clothes that day. Oh, shit. I'm like, bro, I was making snacks already. Oh, shit. Jesus. Somebody might be able to cover for Maybe. you. Maybe. I, I, I could probably give up my day off tomorrow. 
Well, who you, who do you think Connor is going to win? I think so. Yeah. yeah, it's just a bad matchup for Cowboy. Like, excuse me, he uh, doesn't really do well against people that pressure a lot. He doesn't do that well against southpaws. Mm. I think Cowboy's timing and like distance hasn't been as well in his last couple fights, especially mm. against Gaethje. Mm. Like he yeah, just, yeah, yeah. And I think Connor's really good at drawing you into that kind of dead area where he wants you. And yeah, Connor has a lot of power. Who do you think's been hit more? Like Cowboy. Cowboy's been hit yeah. a lot. Right? Oh yeah, dude. So he's been. Pl- so I don't think he's gonna be like chinny or anything in mm-hmm. this fight. Like it's at one seventy, so he won't be drained. But mm-hmm. I just don't think. And he's susceptible to like kicks to the body, like when he fought RDA. And Connor has that little stabbing teat that he throws. I just ah. think it's it's not a great matchup for Cowboy, especially if Cowboy doesn't try and wrestle him, which Cowboy needs to do realistically. If I'm so, what if he does? What if he can take him down? And well, that's the thing—he probably can. Like Cowboy's taking down some really good wrestlers, and he then took s- down Rick Story, he took down Patrick Cote, he took down um, Robbie Lawler. I mean, you what know, Khabib so... did to Connor was just filthy. <sighs> Just picked him. I like how he just stood up with him and just, just fucking like he didn't even try to wrestle him at first. He's just like, nah, scary man. Dude. That interview he did where he's like after Connor like threw the dolly at that bus where he's like, just send me location. Uh-huh. It's like that dead predator eye stare. Like, oh my god, he's like, the kind of guy that does not. He doesn't. He doesn't need to talk shit. He doesn't need to try to put on a show. He's just like send location. Well, that was the thing. You saw all the build up. Connor's talking all this shit, and you could tell Khabib just like, all right, man. I'm going to get my hands on you. Yeah. Like, it's going to happen. <laughs> I, I wrestled a bear this morning. Yeah, you will die. He's a different kind of animal. Yeah, man. that's crazy. Who knows, bro? If there was no ref, there'd probably be fucking no more heartbeats in the fucking... No, it would go to the people dead, just fucking Connor would be dead. Yeah, yeah. Would dude, I mean, just when he fucking flew out of that cage, dude, I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, and I know that you know people were like, "Oh, that's some." I heard some people say that's bad for the sport. I mean, it is, but it's also like, what do you expect? Like that happened with Tyson. And, and how many know, people and are really like, "Oh shit, I didn't even watch UFC." What like somebody he, flew out the cage? What, he man? didn't attack a fan. He attacked a trained high-level black belt. You know, oh, like I guess it's different if I guess people would have got hurt around him or he did that to some. Somebody in the front that row was random shit talking, talking shit, him, yeah. but someone in the front row got an adrenaline rush because yeah. they saw him climb. They were like, <gasps> like "Oh my god, he's going want to kill me!" Right? <laughs> the memes <laughs> for that were great. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was that was crazy. That was a crazy fight. The uh, Masvidal Diaz fight. Well, yeah, that, that was, was a massacre. Yeah, that was crazy. Diaz is very very tough, but the people that wanted that fight to go longer, man, no. I just think they wanted to see Masvidal or Diaz get knocked out because that fight wasn't. I get it; he comes on in the fourth and fifth round, but do you really think Masvidal is just going to get tired? Like, well, actually, before we go there, what do you think about with Connor and uh, Cowboy? Do you think that it just goes the distance? Do you think, like, if you had to guess, I think Connor finishes him in the first or second, like standing up. Yeah. I like early, Cowboy. Huh? I can't miss but, that. Yeah, oh, man. I just don't. I don't see if it goes to like third or fourth. That's tough. For that Connor. is tough. What was this five rounds, right? Oh yeah, it's gotta yeah. be. Is there? Uh, I mean, so yeah, I I probably agree with you. It's gonna go that way for Cowboy and Connor. Was there any other fights on the on the uh, card you were looking forward to? Um, maybe uh, the uh, I don't know how. I don't know really what to think of Raquel Pennington and Holly Holm, just because that fight doesn't do a whole lot for 
the division. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, Pettis and that's the one I was thinking. Yeah. Is it Ferreira? Ferreira? I think it Diego. Is. Yeah, that could be a fun fight to watch. I mean, who? So he fought Nate Diaz last. Pettis. Yeah. Pettis. And then before that, who did he fight? He fought Wonder Boy. Was it? Are those? I feel like there was no, no, no. He fought Tony Ferguson. Was that what it was? I think he fought Wonder Boy after Tony Ferguson. Cause man, he's dude. That dude can. That dude's dope. Oh yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I don't know. There's a lot of fights that I'm I'm looking forward to, man. I like that division. Uh, was it where Us? What's, what's that? Middle, is yeah, that welterweight? Welterweight. Yeah. yeah that's, I'm really excited in just that weight class oh, right yeah. now. There's some real some real hitters there, dude. Oh, I hope they give Masvidal a title shot. He's be been fighting for a long time too, right? Yeah. It's crazy like how it the Kimbo days when he was like eighteen. And it takes time for you to it takes that much time for him to get like enough spotlight to make some real money. Yeah. Well he made good money in this last fight. He's been earning it, man. I mean, just like, you know, Nate Diaz, it took him a while to I mean, to get like when he to get that Connor money. Mm-hmm. You know, that Connor I mean that Connor fight Connor Hunter was such a prick, too, because he's like, all right, I'll give you your money. You want to fight me? I'll get you fucking paid. Like, he was mad that he was getting Nate Diaz paid. He's like, I don't even want to fight you because I'm helping you by fighting you. Yeah. That, that was just such a good rivalry, man. Mm-hmm. God, those guys. I hope they do a third one. I'd watch that. Diaz and Connor. Yeah. I don't think it's a good idea. Why? I just don't think Diaz should fight anybody <laughs> and ever again. He's dead. She should just go on a beach. He should just smoke weed, start a podcast. Well, he makes good money. I know, but like, just like, do don't get punched in the face anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's anything but that. He took a beating. He took a beating against uh, Pettis. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, his face does not stay together. Like, that's your so body. Scar tissue your body's stuff. like, dude, just, just chill for a while. You earned it. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> You know, I think that there's some of these sports. I mean, look at Marshawn Lynch, dude. I mean, he fucking played football, and you know, those guys retire early. You mm-hmm. know, they take a beating, and it's like when you're in that, you got to get in there, get your money, and then just save your brain, dude. Oh yeah, right. NFL, yeah, that's so hard on your body. Like compared to fighting, football is so much harder on your body. So like a running back, like you, you think they still take more damage than like a heavyweight. Oh, yeah. Really? Just yeah. because of the consistency? Yeah, yeah think about how much more often they're out there. I mean, you do a fight, and then you got months to recuperate. Yeah. You know? Football, it's like... Because, for example, like, we play Oregon. We had 115 offensive snaps. So you're making contact 115 times with another giant man. And then you go and you do that for practice for another full week. And then you do it again for another game. And so that's like true in the practice 16 weeks and you have spring ball and summer camp and and then you do that from peewee all the way to college well like high school you have like a break you know because it's not year-round but as soon as you get to college yeah it's year-round but i mean like you know like a lot of these kids and shit they've been doing it their whole life yeah at, 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 to a point in their developing like, brain yeah your they brain. didn't really know about it back then. They just called it like getting your bell rung and shit. And <laughs> <laughs> it's like they didn't oh, really think saw it was birdies, bad for you. Uh, you know, he's, yeah, he's, he's like, fine. Yeah, man. Yeah. You don't think about that. There's like like because the like the pain is something happening. That yeah. there's something happening that's not good. You know, every time your brain's fucking flying around in your head. God damn, bro. So I wonder if they're doing that. Are more kids are, like are more parents not putting their kids in football and stuff now. I don't know. I mean, I probably wouldn't put my kid in football. To be honest, 
I think I saw like NFL players saying that they wouldn't have their kids in football, but like the NFL still seems to be booming. So I don't think there's ever really going to be a shortage of people, kids who are like ambitious that are like, fuck it, dude. I'm trying to get this million dollar contract. Yeah. Well, football, you have like a clear path. So it kind of makes more sense, but I don't know. It's, yeah, it's definitely a commitment. There's definitely some more, definitely way more people that want to fight now, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. And then when you're seeing people like, you know, in Spokane, like that's just that's just so cool to me, man. Like seeing these Gonzaga players getting signed to the Celtics and like shit like that. And then seeing, um, you know, people, people that you just know that you're just really close to are just boom, man. Like, dude, I'm like just kicking it with Dan and then Dan's on TV fighting somebody. <laughs> and I'm just like, whoa, dude, this is just so close. It's just it's just crazy. It's yeah. cool for the area. Yeah. It's cool. It's, it's cool it's for the cool area, see, you know? especially like just in general, like in little small towns and just people that you know. I don't know. I went. I went. Uh, Chris fight did a fight out at the sports complex, mm-hmm. and uh, just going out there and watching some of those amateur dudes fight and shit. Like yeah. I, I saw this motherfucker just get knocked out quick. Like this dude was just tatted. Face whole thing. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. That was badass. And this dude fucking just bink done. I was like, ooh, man, this shit's <laughs> real on all levels. Professional, <laughs> amateur, you'll get fucking knocked out, bro. Oh man. So Dan, you did wrestling and then football and then UFC. Mm-hmm. Um do you I guess I've always just kind of wondered, is it have you like always kind of been like an angry person at all, or is it more like professional anger? Um, you just kind of like find a you channel that in the moment. Does it have anything to do with that? You, well, fighting can't really be like anger yeah. based because yeah, then it's, it's more like you know, calculated and stuff. When I was a little kid, like playing football, yeah, I was super just angry. Fucking angry and I didn't have a reason to. Like, parents were awesome. Like, yeah. I didn't. I wasn't like. I had a great childhood. I was it was just, just like fun to just get like angry. Fun, yeah, it was just like an angry little shit. Hey. Especially in high school football. Like when I got to that, like when I knew I was going to play Division One, I, I just kind of like proved played like fucking... more of like a dick. Yeah. You know? but I just I always kind of wonder if it's like, you know, when you're a kid, you're getting in trouble for like punching walls or like breaking shit oh, yeah. or any, you know? Yeah, I broke a lot of shit. I punched a lot of walls. But I'm really good at like patching holes in walls now. There you, you go. Know? So <laughs> <laughs> life, life skill. Um. <laughs> Learn how to fix your mistakes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, dude. I, I don't know what it is. I think maybe it's just like a lot of energy mm-hmm. when we're kids. You got a lot of energy on to do with it. And you just fucking, oh, it's fun to just go crazy. I mean, I played soccer, bro, which was just like running, just sprinting, sprints. Like two hours of just consistent running. <sighs> Dude, it was horrible. And, God damn. And soccer is really boring. Yeah, I couldn't. I did soccer when I was little, but I couldn't. I feel like everybody played soccer. Oh, yeah. Isn't it one of those? It's like it's that sport. beginner sport. Like everybody does. did a little bit of soccer. Did you play soccer? I played a little bit of soccer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, soccer was, soccer was, I don't know. It was cool. Like you would say, I was mean with kickball, though. That was the... Kickball was <laughs> we jam. About that last night, bro. <laughs> kickball was my shit, dude. Oh. Big, tall dude like me, I boot it. <laughs> See, that's the thing, man. When you're tall, bro, people always coming up to you. Oh, you tall. How tall are you? Yeah, I know. I'm like... Like, no saying it, you know. So I did see that you're six foot six point six, but put that on there. Okay, (laughs) all the medal, all the medalists, you know, (laughs) technically six seven. Don't be a dick about it. I was gonna say, I I checked your Wikipedia, (laughs) says six seven. (laughs) Yo, fucking. 
good. Shout out to Cinder for the ghost OG from Kush family hooking it up. Shit's tasty. I haven't tried their flour before. I like it. Yeah, I know. I you just like when you're like, oh, they got oil. I just they come out with the flour. It's like, oh, you guys do flour too. It's like, duh, of course. <laughs> like, where do you think we get the oil from? <laughs> but so you're more of a just like a flour smoker though, rather than a uh, oil. Yeah, I mean, I like like. I got like a gram of refined the other week. Mm-hmm. Like if it's nice oil, yeah. and it'll just last you for a while. You'll dab yeah, it every yeah. once in a while. Yeah, I'm just not like a. There's more connoisseurs that we work with, you know. People that really that smoke their oil, and they really are about nothing the oil. against it. Like that, no. that like fifty four dollar gram of refined. Yeah, that shit was awesome. But, but it's but better for you, especially since you're not going to blow through it. You can spend the money on like a nice gram and just chill on it and just have it as a nice little switch up from the. From the flower, you know? Yeah. Do you do, like, the, the pens at all? Uh, I do a little bit, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't really... I want to try those rosin pens. Oh, yeah. Those rosin carts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm not a huge... I think I told. I think we were person. talking about it, and I was like, "Yeah, man," because I, I try to be inconspicuous, and Dan was just like, "I don't give a fuck." <laughs> I don't care, man. Spray some cologne. Good, dude. It's that cannabis for men, dude. That fucking that. It's like that weed scent, dude. It seems to be a lot more popular these days. And you know, I feel like I'm not offending people as much. Like yeah. if people smell it, they're like, "Oh, I'm in Spokane." It's, you know, we're in Washington. Like, people are smoking. You don't hear like violent crimes happen because somebody's high, like. <laughs> It's like, oh, Bill got pulled over for going 15 miles an hour on his way to McDonald's. Yeah. To get another cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, he's like, almost done with his first one. Yeah. Shit. I mean, bro, like it makes you want to not go do shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you were going to do something reckless, you would smoke and be like, well, how about just. Some... I probably, probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, maybe I'll just watch UFC one. Yeah. Maybe I'll just get lost in a YouTube video. Oh, YouTube, bro. There's so many little. So many little avenues down YouTube that you can just fall down. Well, they like make music mixes for you now, and they're actually not bad. Oh, they do make music mixes yeah. for you. Yeah, I just, I just, uh, oh shit, I'm trying to get this fucking lit. Doesn't want to work for you. It's giving me trouble. There you go. Yeah, what kind of music you listen to? Uh, mainly hard rock, but oh, dope. I like everything. Like yeah, what kind of hard I don't rock? Like country at all. Okay, no country. Sorry. I just don't. <laughs> I don't know, man. Mike, do you like country? Hard agree with not liking country. <laughs> hey, I fuck with country, okay? It doesn't do anything okay. for me. To each his own, okay? <laughs> I think it has um, a sentimental spot in my heart from my childhood. Sure. Well, maybe if I grew up listening to it. Exactly. That nostalgia is a motherfucker, man. Uh, so, yeah, like, like what, what In Flames, Avatar, Kill Switch. Oh, Kill Switch. I've heard of them. Yeah. I haven't heard Love of them. Love Slipknot. Slipknot's tight. Um, Avatar's you, dope. You should check them out. How you feel about new Slipknot? Good. Yeah. You heard their new album? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, on board for it. Soloway Firth. Yeah. That song's heavy. Yeah, no, it's super heavy. Um, yeah, I was supposed to get a, a Eminem CD for Christmas, and instead I got their their first album with like Wait and Bleed and shit on yeah, it. That's yeah, that's dope. So I was like, I was all into hip-hop up until that point, like a big Eminem fan, mm-hmm. and listening to like old school Dre and shit and stuff like this that. This Christmas? No, no, no. Like back in the day, in like high school. Oh, I was like, I felt like I was in a time warp. He was, no. I thought, <laughs> I, you are in a time warp. This shit happened in high school. I was like 16, 15, whenever that album came out. It was like my first experience with like, fucking rock and roll. Yeah, dude. And I was like, oh, this is speaking to my See, angry white you, kid That's right where you now. fucking channel that anger, bro. Like, this is... I went through my Eminem phase, though. 
I still like Eminem, but I went through like a hard Eminem. I mean, phase. I really fucked with Eminem because he like in the beginning, like he when he had the crazy when he was when he was like for album one, two, three. I was like, man, yeah. Uh, yeah. And those ones where he was on like heavy drugs. Oh yeah, I didn't know that he was on heavy. I guess you know, I just when I was a kid, you just don't think about it. You don't it. think about yeah, it. You're like, like yeah, he's talking about doing drugs and killing his mom. Like what you know? And that's what's it's like three lies and a truth. See, but that's what's funny though is that. The parents assume that we think, like, as a kid, you think is real. Mm-hmm. But really, as a kid, like, thinking back, I didn't think that Eminem was, like, really killing people. I was like, no, what? Yeah. No, this is just a song. Like, you know? But they're like, you know, what, do you want to do it now? Like, no, right. what? Kill people? No, yeah. dude. Like, that was just a dope bar. But, you know, he just yeah. happened to be talking about Vicodin. I don't even know what that is, really. I don't even know what a Vicodin <laughs> is. And he had that, like, Vicodin pill, like... Yeah, like, like fucking. I was just like, "What is that?" Yeah, I never even knew what the fuck that was when I was a kid. That's I thought it was some weird character. I loved it. There was a lot of things that like went over my head when I was a kid oh, yeah. that I'd go back to and be like, "Oh, I never got that." You know what, what I mean? You? What kind of music? Uh, well, hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Hip hop is like my number one, and then I would go to like rock. Mm-hmm. Probably I like you know more of a more of like a Black Keys, more of a yeah like eighties rock, okay. more of like a Steely Dan. Oh, Steely Dan is so mo- good. Mo- like a like a uh, who's a who's that one dude? Uh, working on a night moves. Oh, Bob Seger. Bob Seger. Bob yeah, Seger. some of that old like rider music. Yeah. You know. Um, ain't gonna catch uh, what's that? Uh, ain't gonna catch the midnight ride. You know what I mean? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah bro yeah 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 come on now uh like those yeah like some of that shit anything that's like i'm all into feel good music that's okay. right where i'm at dude it's just and then so i i rap i make music too yeah. and uh that's just kind of what i make too is i just make chill like chill out life's cool like you know Good. like the steely dan of hip-hop steely. hip-hop steely dan <laughs> hip-hop bro hip-hop like bob seger bro <laughs> bro we uh so, what do you what do you have going on in the future? What's happening? Well, Are I just retired still? from fighting. Okay, so you're so, done fighting. Yeah, all done with that. I just do, like I said, like 20 years of like violent contact competitive sports. sports yeah, <laughs> just fucking over it, and it's oh, stressful. Man. You know, like it's fun. It's a good. All of it's good, but I'm saying like the last 15 years of my life have been so stressful. Just through athletics, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, something but, different. So, yeah. so now you are. Are you ready to get into something new? Just yeah, I don't really know what, but mm-hmm. I'm just kind of. I let the wind take you. Yeah. yeah, just figuring out what that next step is. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. That's got to be liberating, man. It is after 15 oh. years. Like <laughs> it's like don't even ask me what I'm doing. I don't know what the fuck I'm. I'm doing this. I'm doing whatever. Well, yeah. It's, there's always like a. I don't know, I was either recovering from an injury to get ready for another competition or training for this. And it's just like, it's cool just, yeah, not being worried about that for a while. You yeah. know what you should do? Hmm. Stand-up comedy. Stand-up hey. comedy. <laughs> yeah. Be fun. Yeah. Dance you, Yeah, do the shop. Do the shop. Yeah, comedy. man. Fucking, you know, use your UFC fame. To boost you into stand-up <laughs> comedy, get you an HBO special F2 celebrity, <laughs> bro. Um, He's funny though. No, seriously, like, you know, are you a comic? Are you obviously a comedy fan? Oh yeah, yeah. So, like, who are your some of your like? Did you 
watch comedy back in the day when you were a kid. Oh, yeah. like, well, I grew up watching Chappelle show mm. and that was my first, like, yeah. I was like, Oh, this is hilarious dude. So I still have watched all of his specials. I love Bill Burr. He Bill was Burr also, nice. you know, in that same <laughs> I love Bill area. Burr. <laughs> uh, I like Joe Rogan. I like Brendan Schaub's comedy. He's hilarious. Um, God, I, th- I think I did see his new, his, his new standup and it was good. That was the Showtime um, special. Tom Segura. Yeah, He's Tom great. Segura is good. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. So, yeah, that, their, yeah, their podcast just, is crazy, uh, bro. Yeah. Burt Kreischer. Just, yeah, I like the like self-deprecating comedy, you know, the storytelling type. Comedy. I love the storytelling as well. Yeah, I like Bill Burr's take on stuff, too. He's just, Bill, Yeah, Bill Burr is just like, he fucking just gets in on it, dude. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> old school as fuck. He's just got this so real classic mentality about things that are just like. Yeah. Not afraid to just say some shit is bullshit. You know, because uh, you've gone to some some of the shows here and stuff oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I saw that on your Instagram or something like that that you were. Yeah, you drinking were... debate. If you haven't checked it out, it's awesome. We hosted it. Yeah, we we, we, we yeah, judged yeah, 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 judge drinking debate. Yeah, that was really fun, dude. Yeah, just comedians. Those guys are fucking mean. <laughs> Which one? It's, it's just all of them. They're great. all they're all mean to each other, oh, you know. Yeah, I'm just like, it, fuck, man. These guys are just fucking, you know. And it's just like my favorite thing in the with comedy with with shit had lately had been like the roast battle. Yeah. Have you seen all those? I haven't watched the roast battles. Oh, no. you need to so watch good, the roast bro. battles, bro. So good, oh, fuck a rap battle, a roast battle, roast dude. Battle, dude. These roast battles, like Jeff Ross. Right. Totally fucking nerd. killed it. Like inventing, reinventing in a way, you know, the roast. You know, from what back in the day, I don't know, the old school guys did the yeah, roast. Yeah, like Frank Sinatra mm-hmm. and all the old c- comics back then used to do roasts. And, yeah. But back then everything was so like you would make jokes, but you had to kind of like cover them up a little bit. It was all you about. You couldn't be like, uh, yeah, just and now, say some wild Jeff shit. Jeff Ross goes out there and just says some wild <laughs> shit, bro. And dude, he roasted criminals. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that one, but he did. He roasted a bunch of. Uh, he went to like the fucking, what the penitentiary? Yeah, the, or j- some the shit. jail, whatever. <laughs> I'm looking for the right word. <laughs> the ghost OG took it from me. Um, but yeah, he like roasted a bunch of inmates, and then he roasted cops, and I, I think he might have roasted like officers too, like uh, like the correctional officers or something. But yeah, he just, I don't know, man. Like all those roasts, like dude, Donald Trump was roasted. Like that, that was like before this guy was ever president. Like he was on the roast, bro. He got roasted by Snoop Dogg. Yeah. He said he was going to run for president on that roast. roast, Yeah. And everybody's like, bullshit. No, you're not. Oh my God. The Simpsons Simpsons said it was going to happen years ago. What about that Simpsons shit? Have you seen that? When when you've been on TV for 30 years, you're going to predict some shit by accident. You got 30 years worth of episodes. That's like... They're so accurate. They got like though. 600 Dude, some odd episodes. It's like you're I just thought, throwing ideas at Is it wall. a conspiracy or is it facts with the Simpsons thing? Like the Simpsons, <laughs> right? Like that would be a pretty deep conspiracy. What are some of the like, things that they've predicted? The Simpsons had a part in the election. <laughs> Like oh you so. oh you guys thought it was Russia? <laughs> oh, no, yeah. it was the Simpsons. Was Springfield. <laughs> the Springfield. Somebody got a fucking cartoon time machine, to and they went into real life and changed everything. Okay, so yeah, in season eleven, uh, they predicted the Donald Trump presidency. In 2011, and he got hired. When, or well, no, no, hired, in, se- in season 11, <laughs> in season 11 of The Simpsons, that's way, that's years before 2011. Season 11, yeah, show came out in 88 uh, or 89. 
So uh, season 97? 11 is like, yeah, 90, 98. Like when Donald Trump's like important. Okay. You know? Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. That makes They've sense. correctly predicted like three Super Bowls. Um, they predicted getting bought by Disney. They, uh, they prophesied in season six, they prophesized, uh, autocorrect being a thing on phones. Someone's using like a a little like old school, like Palm pilot device Mm -hmm. and it's autocorrecting. It's creepy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, so they're just like coming. How many of these ideas were like they came up with it, and then s- someone in the CIA or someone was like, "Oh shit, that's, like, just, that's that. I think it's just coincidence." Like he's just <laughs> watching, you know, CIA agents maybe just chilling, or somebody's chilling watching The Simpsons, and they're like, oh, and they get an idea. Like, that's that guy's job. <laughs> like, all right, man, you're watching all the Perfect. episodes, <laughs> nine to five. So whatever, whatever. What sticks. am I doing today, boss? You're watching The Simpsons. <laughs> okay, this is a new strategy we have. Now nah, that's. <laughs> it's just kind of cr- yeah I'm fucking yeah. good bro so there was this big science shit that happened you pr- probably have heard of it I don't know what it is I can't ex- describe it to you um, it's called the Higgs boson particle that scientists discovered it's called the God particle okay the God particle I've heard about that yeah so in season 10 of the Simpsons uh, there's just a little throwaway joke where Homer is like scribbling out equations on a chalkboard and there's like a math equation at the bottom of the chalkboard and uh, more than 10 years later when scientists found this God particle, the equation to find it was like almost identical to what Homer had written on this board. That w- I think that was the one. That's I think really the God crazy. particle was probably like the craziest one I've ever discovered heard. discovered the God particle. What is the God particle though? I don't know. We're going to have to look that up. That's going to be six paragraphs. Please the read the six paragraphs. Right. <laughs> I want to know what it is. Higgs-Boson particle. All right. Let's... It is an elementary particle in the standard model of particle physics. Oh, it's quantum shit. Oh, this shit. this gets deep. Able to understand oh, this what even? is it in simple terms? <laughs> there, yeah, we there we go. The Higgs particle is a boson, and bosons are thought to be particles which are responsible for all physical forces. Hmm. So it's like the smallest particle that creates like force. It's the force. Uh, and and Homer predicted it. He wrote the equation like out on a whiteboard. Yeah, the equation was like shockingly like it was like ninety five percent accurate. There was like one little part that they had to change. Wow. Yeah. Might just be the luckiest coincidence ever. It's just crazy. But uh, like a series. Of, I mean, now the Patriots like winning the Super Bowl. Like you know. Yeah, that's what. I, the that's, thing that's crazy no, about that though. So um, the the dude that made the Simpsons also made like Futurama and stuff. And a lot of people that worked on both those shows, because like Futurama especially has a lot of like really smart, like highbrow science type jokes in it, Mm -hmm. because that's just the kind of show it is. So a lot of people that work on that show are like math, you know, what am I trying? I'm um, nerds. (laughs) <laughs> is the word <laughs> they're, they're, you know what I'm saying they're, they know a lot about math or science or whatever yeah, like yeah. they've studied the shit so it's not unthinkable that they would know how to at least structure a math equation in a way that could be accurate to the, I mean yeah hmm. that shit that's that, crazy that, the part that baffles me about that is like how do you get from like okay one over x equals blah 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 whatever that is on a board you know what I'm to saying? To have it all written out. Yeah, beautiful mind equation. type shit on the board. How does that turn into, the, oh, this is this means this particle? 
I don't know, man. How do you, like what is that? Yeah, I don't even understand math. I bro. doesn't. <laughs> that's just beyond me. You know what I mean? Like I can fucking do like you know my my basic algebra and shit. Like if you start getting into like, these crazy, I'm good with like functional math, like taking percentages off. Of, oh, percentages, know, yeah, stuff like that. But no, not like. So when you get into these, in there, like yeah. the levels, like there's so many levels. Yeah. People not getting paid to do math. All the stuff that they said that you're going to need to know in high school, I don't fucking need to know any yeah. of that shit. So how much time when we were actually pissed that we had to go, were we right? We were right. So oh. now I should be able to go back to school and be like, see, I told you. I told you. Yeah, Stop you mean teaching. I'm not going to have a calculator in my pocket. And, are, and my question is, is, are we still, is like, are the same classes that I went through still going on right now? I don't know. They're doing that weird ass math, though. Have you seen that? Yeah, the new math. Common Core. It's with the so box confusing. And shit. It's like, it's dude, so confusing. There's so many extra steps. What's you know, like we used to do multiplication, like number on top, number on bottom. You know, yeah. Multiply it. Mm-hmm. Now they do this, like, if you have like 24 times 14, and then you like times the two and the one, and the two and the four, and then the four and the one, and the four and the two, <laughs> and then they like add the shit together. It's confusing. It's oh. super confusing. I watched like a 10 minute video of some like third grade teacher explaining how she does this. It's I'm like, dude, nuts. Like, did they just need off, longer? Are ever going to use this? Yeah. Did they need longer classes? And then they like, just ran out you're of You're like, shit why to did you do it that apparently. way? Oh, it's simpler. This way you don't have to carry the one. Yeah. Like, like I'll carry that one proudly. I'd much rather carry the one that <laughs> had shapes and what is figurines this? and oh shit. My god. <laughs> figurines. Uh, oh my but god. I don't I know. Don't. They do need to teach like a like a common life class, you know? Like yeah. Taxes, change right. a tire. Well the question is, is the system built to actually help people become successful? Or is it built to just like, you know, be like, Yeah, look, we're doing something. Look, we're you know I think it's yeah, I think it's built to give you like somewhat of a base. But you don't use ninety eight percent of it. The base needs to be adjusted, especially when you're talking about taking somebody's time for you know eight hours a day. Yeah. When a, you know a kid could be, I think that kids just need direction. They just need to like, hey, just just hey, this way. You know, well, try this. Oh, that's not okay. Well, how about this way? Like, you just need to like help them kind of navigate a little bit. But mm-hmm. you know, if if a kid's not interested, then or just anybody, if you're not interested, you're probably not going to learn it very well. Yeah. Like when you're genuinely interested in it, then all of a sudden it's just mm. like you want to figure it out. You're like passionate about it. You kind of get lost in it a little bit. And then you can, you know, <clears throat> and maybe that's what happened when it's like uh, with like fighting, physical shit. That was you found like a groove where you're like, oh, yeah, this is my fucking this is my spot right mm-hmm. here. Like I can fucking perform, get better at this and kind of build something, yeah. you know, which is fucking dope, dude. So more kids just need to learn like, yeah, the basic, you know, how to fucking be better at your taxes, how to, you know, how to make good investments. The thing is, I don't even know if you really need a a school class for that. Like, yeah, it'd be more helpful than what they get taught. But like the kids are already way smarter than they've ever been just because you can look anything up. You know what I'm saying? You got Google right there at your fingertips. So it's like a lot of the shit they're teaching kids in school, they could just look up. So I think it's really more about what you're saying is finding what the kid's passionate about and and because you get lost in all of the shit that you could look up or try to figure out, you know, kind of guide them towards that. It's tough with uh, public education because so much of that's based on, like, passing tests so they can get funding for the school. Uh-huh. So teachers have to teach to the, the that stupid math and all this other dumb shit so the kids will pass the fill-in-the-bubble tests mm-hmm. and then the school doesn't lose their fucking dollars for the next year. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
think it's supposed to give you like a baseline. Like yeah. That's the idea of it, right? Like you make it to your senior year of high school and it's like, oh, like you know enough world, to make man. it. Like, yeah. You know enough to be somewhat functional, but I don't know. They just got to adjust it over time and be like, well, you know, maybe we don't need this as much anymore. You well, know, just like financially, it's, it's a lot different than like the time our parents grew up, you know, like they could graduate high school and go get a job and buy a fucking house. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> tell me one job right out of high school that you could go, you know, buy a house with i mean why like why aren't we doing like you know all right fifth period is call of duty class all right because (laughs) motherfuckers are making money so we're gonna teach you guys how to do this 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 is the future this game called dota and there's people who stream that live in like china and like japan and Uh stream they'll have like 160,000 people watching them that's crazy they they did the math they make like 250 bucks an hour yeah. Whoa, Twitch, bro! <laughs> Twitch is the most yeah, insane. and like the wow. So there's a there's like a world like championship for that game. The winning team last year made 18 million. Wow, 18 yeah. million! It's Dota's huge, bro. Bro, that, I tried playing it. It's way too complicated. It's I can't, like it's 18 million, bro. That is Kelly Clarkson's net worth. Damn, they made a they made a whole Kelly Clarkson. A whole Kelly Holy Clarkson. shit! A whole career. <laughs> and she's thick these days. <laughs> One game. That's, that's fucking crazy. Crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. But it's weird because like if you're like 23 or 24, you're considered like old for that sport. It's like, like dude, one of the best players in the world. I think he just turned It's like not 19. even a physical sport. But it technically, I mean, is in a way. There's like reaction time. And so there's it's not physical in the sense where you have to like do a whole lot, but you <laughs> how, physically do have to react at a certain How could you be too old? Like doc Because your, your reaction time does go down. Just like as you're older, sense, yeah. There's really? Like a, there's literally like an age thing. You can't for, sharpen it. Not for video games. It's just a different kind of. No way. Yeah. You watch that, all those like all those fucking. They make crazy amount of money. It's like the Fortnite players. Yeah, because they're nice. all like eighteen to twenty-four. So you 25. lose the reaction time. So these guys can just, man, for real. Yeah. Even the fucking. I mean, alpha. I'm sure you can still keep it up. You can't you know, just you take, don't lose all your action time. You can't take older. alpha brain. But I'm saying like the. <laughs> it's gonna keep getting worse. The prime age for those kids. It's literally like yeah. 15 to 25. God damn, bro! Yeah. And it's like, oh, dude, get this guy out of here. I don't want him on my team. He's fucking 30. The winning, yeah, the winning team. Shit. Like two years ago, I had a guy who was like 28, and we just always made old jokes about him. <laughs> Grandpa over here. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's bro. So, so that's so basically, it's not sustainable. Like you have to just get it while you're young. Well, it is. I mean, you can still stream and stuff after, and yeah. then they like commentate. And oh, you just can't. Yeah, but they're gonna, man. That's kind of crazy. And what's the game called? Dota. 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 Yeah, yeah, the last little tournament. It wasn't even a big tournament, but the last tournament that just happened for Dota, the prize was one point six mil. You said it's really hard. Uh, I I think yeah. it's really hard. This guy probably thinks different because he understands what all the it? buttons. Like, it's oh, just it is it's a really lot of different. Hard. It's just. It's kind of like uh, not like comparable chess, but it's like five on five. You just need to know what every other person can do in every situation, which I guess makes it hard. So it's five on five, like how? Like Mortal Kombat? Like style? on a down screen board. Oh I'm shit! To destroy their little base. And this is like a whole thing. People, there's mm-hmm. a whole tournaments and there's, yeah, there's millions of, of dollars. Yeah. Wow. You know, and it's crazy because like, you know, I grew up like, you know, don't, don't play video games for more than an hour a day or some shit like that. Like oh. they, they never would, would have anticipated that it would become this. 
And they so. say that kids right now are going to like have jobs that don't even exist right now. So it's like, how do you even know what to teach a fucking kid if he's going to have a job that's not even, you don't even know about it, yeah. you know? Or you don't even know that that's going to be the next thing. Like, just like nobody would have guessed streaming would be, a, oh, oh yeah, you're going to buy a house. You're going to pay the mortgage with your little video games. Okay, I'm going to, going to my job, okay? I'm going to make my 40K a year, okay? And you can just play video games. And it's like, all right, Dad, I, you know, I'll just pay the house off, actually. Sure, you know, I want a tournament. in cash. Yeah, oh, my God. I got, I got 18 mil now, Dad. I got a Kelly Clarkson in the bank. We're good. Jeez, man. What a world to be in. Maybe that's cool. it, bro. Maybe you should fucking start competing in this fucking game, bro. Sports, bro. I would not want to. That would take the fun out of it. So, so what about that? Is that um, is that the thing? So you would really because like when you you were fighting, it didn't take the fun out of it, right? No, it was fun. Yeah. So, but like, you really think that like, if you were getting really serious about it, you would just yeah. Be like, if you had to play it like eleven hours a day, oh, like shit. that's what they do. They have like all like, day. They they play a lot. Do they get tens and you know like <laughs> lunch breaks and shit? No. But you know, it turns into a job. Like, yeah, you're still playing video games, but it's like, I don't know. You got to travel to China and fucking play a game for eight hours while you're all fucked up on the sleep schedule. Still a video game, but I mean, oh, so weird. the level they would like, you would have to take it to make money at it is. Bro, I've been mad at some video games before. Sometimes it's like not just a video game, you know? It's like, I want to fucking smash things. <sighs> yeah, even ever since the, since the good old days, dude, ever since like that one Mario level that you would just fucking. Oh. Ugh, broken, I've broken a few controllers. Boo Man. used to scare me when I was a little kid. The big boo. The boo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It was like five or six when that came out. Oh, bro, that shit was fucking scary, dude. Yeah, he only moves when you're not looking at him. Yeah, That's scary as fuck scary. when you think about it. You're looking over your shoulder constantly like, nah. The boo. Is that what his name is? Yeah, I boo. It's boo. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. What was your first console? Uh, Super Nintendo. Yeah, I think nice. I think mine. Too. Well, I, I think I had a regular Nintendo, but I don't know where it came from. It wasn't like I didn't get it. I think it might have been like older brothers or something, just like a regular Nintendo. I remember going like you'd go to the grocery store and they'd have like games that you could mm -hmm. rent there. Yeah, yeah like Safeway. And yeah, stuff. like Safeway, yeah. and you and I would just look at the box because like even though when you played the game, it was all, you know. It was all kind of cheesy, right? But you see right. the box. Oh, the box art. Oh, sold it. Yeah. 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 And slowly as time has gone by, it's gotten more accurate to right. what that box looks like. And now now we're actually to the point when you look at the box, like you're going to see that. Oh, games are crazy now. I love it. Yeah. It is nuts. Yeah, we had this spot, uh, Video Unlimited, out in the valley off uh, Sprague and McDonald that we'd rent videos from or uh, games from when I was a kid. My dad had the NES. We rented Contra that alien shooter game and a couple other games. And when we had them on rent, the video store closed down forever. So we just got to keep the games. Oh, nice. Nice little score. We were sad <laughs> as fuck because we can go back and rent more games. But yeah. Sure. Hey, these games are ours. At least you had a little something to ease the pain. Well, back in the day, like NES games, just like today, 60 bucks is expensive. Oh, yeah. Games never really changed. No. No, they're expensive, bro. And you know what? Nintendo doesn't budge on shit. No. Nah. The amount of work that goes into... So that makes Making sense. Making one of those games, like I would not want to be a video game developer. Mm -mm. These guys are, yeah. Remember when you'd get like a demo 
like PlayStation would have like a demo CD that you oh, did, yeah. where you could just play like just a little bit of the game and shit. Mm-hmm. So I was a kid. I'm like, I just got the gap. Hey man, we could just keep playing this first just level. This first <laughs> level over. I had one that was just the skateboarding part from Spyro. It was like Spyro Three or something where he was Skateboard. on the skateboard. It was like Tony Hawk, but with Spyro the Dragon. What? And that was the only level of the demo. But you literally like you go up the half pipe. You're a dragon on a skateboard. <laughs> And you'd hit the buttons to do tricks just like in Tony Hawk. Bro, I fucking love Tony Hawk. I played the shit out of that, bro. Bro, I'm telling you, Tony Hawk was the shit. Yeah. Did you ever skateboard or anything like that? I went through a skateboarding phase. Really? I was a big skateboarder. Dude, being a tall guy on a skateboard (laughs) is fucking... It's just like scary, bro. Because like I say, big dudes fall hard, man. Gotta find that center of gravity. But bro, the skateboard, especially when you first get on it, man, that shit is not comfortable. Yeah. It takes a long time to become comfortable. Yeah. And as soon as I found out what people were, my buddy, like, Ollie, to eight, I think it was like eight stairs, broke his leg. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> Fuck this. Did you ever watch that show Scarred on MTV? Oh. No, no. What was God, that? It was like a, or maybe I it was like the lead singer of Papa Roach did the, yeah. he was like the commentator. Oh, I think I did. It, it was, it was just, just cr- dudes who had these fucked up injuries from Gnarly like skating injuries. and like. Just like just wrecks, yeah, yeah. just terrible wrecks. And the people would be on and like explain their wreck. And oh my god, you have like the top scarred thing of the week. Have you had fucking had you, have you had any like oh, dude, yeah, I've, I've had so I've had both shoulders. Uh, I had to get my <sighs> bicep reattached on this shoulder. What? My labrum was torn in three spots on this shoulder. Uh, I had to get a bone or a cyst taken out of my heel, which apparently I was just born with. I mm. basically had like, like they didn't extra on my ankle because I sprained it. And like where your heel is, it's like solid bone. Yeah. You know, I had like a paper thin layer of bone and then it was just gone. Huh? So yeah. Whoa. They, uh, yeah. They thought at first it was bone cancer because all the bone was like eaten away. Well, that's fucking scary. So they had to take that out. The shitty part is they have to use your own bone to like put it back in there, you Damn. know? So they had to break my hip open and scoop out the spongy bone. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. That was the worst injury they were like, oh, yeah, you'll just be in the hospital for one and how day. how old were you with this? When? 22. Oh, yeah. Wow. It was rough. Um, but, yeah, I was like, I was bedridden for a month. Like I was on crutches for five months. So it was like out of your hip, you said? Yeah, so they did. They broke it an inch and a half up and an inch over. And mm-hmm. it, what, they just put you to sleep for that? Yeah. And you just wake up just like, fuck, dude. Yeah, you don't realize how much, like, you use your hip until it's broken. It's like the center of your Oh, every movement. Thing. Yeah. Wow. So you would just, you had to just lay there. Mm-hmm. So and I was like, I was bedridden for like two weeks and then I could kind of like crutch around the store, but this was during winter time. So wow, dude. Yeah, that sucked. Fighting wise, I didn't get that many injuries. I broke this thumb, broke my arm, broke my nose a couple and times. And when, how did you break the arm? Was it throwing a punch or no, was it? Was checking a kick. Oh, yeah. fuck. <laughs> Shout out to Walt Harris. He's actually a super cool dude. Uh, Kick the fuck out of your arm. He's just, it? yeah, he's like this, uh, he's like 6'4", like 265, just this athletic, uh, he played college basketball and just threw a kick and I checked it and like you have so much adrenaline, it kind of felt like you ever hit your funny bone really hard? Yeah. I thought it was that. So like during the fight, I was like shaking it out and like, oh, it'll go away. It'll go away. And then like I grabbed him and I just had no grip strength. And I was like, oh, that's, that's not good. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. That adrenaline can be a tricky bitch. And that was a weird part. So I got, I got TKO'd in that fight, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like I got hit and dropped. It was like I got hit and two seconds went by and mm-hmm. then all my adrenaline just shut off. Oh, 
Because you'll see it, it's like a delayed knockout. I like get hit and I'm like, oh, and then fall over. But it was the weirdest thing. Really? Like, you have all this like adrenaline, like you don't feel shit. And then it hit me once and it just like, it's just off. Whoa. Yeah. Man, that's, that's some scary shit, bro. So, and so then you had to immediately go. Well, they put like to a, the hospital and shit. Yeah. So I went to the hospital, they x-rayed it and they put me in like a little brace thing and yeah. Wow, man. Yeah, it's a brutal sport. <laughs> Dude. Because I went to the hospital, I had to get five stitches in my lip, and then six staples in the back of my head. Was it the same fight? Yeah. Oh, my God. Something with the cage. Like, my head, when he hit me in the face, my head hit the back of the cage and split my head open. <laughs> I'm and then this part of my lip went through. And so then your arm was broken. My arm was broke, yeah. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> it was bro. a fun time, you and know? Then, and then what? You, like, chopped it up with him after that? Yeah. And he's just, yeah, man, that's kind of cool, bro. Yeah, like we were both in the hospital after, so. Damn. <laughs> kicking in the hospital after. <laughs> I think he, like, broke his foot or something. It's just a sport. Man, he's like, I broke my foot breaking your fucking arm, <laughs> dude. <laughs> but, no, he's a cool guy. Well, that's, that's the weird part that people don't really understand. So, like, it's not personal. Like, mm-hmm. you're both going in there to hurt each other, but. It's a sport, and you're competing, yeah. and you're, yeah, you're trying to win. Yeah, I've never, I disliked one of my opponents, um. His name was Colton Vaughn, but it was mainly because I heard he was doing like bully shit to one of the guys I was training with. It mm-hmm. wasn't really like a, it's the only guy I've ever talked shit to before a fight. And but. so does that make it like more like for you in the situation? Does it make it more kind of just, does it fuel more for the bit. fight? Yeah. Gives you like, a little uh, extra initiative to want to really fucking get him. Well, that and does it help just, you? I don't know if it really helps you, but. I don't know. Everybody talks shit to each other in college football. So I kind of. So that was it. something you needed. I think I feel like that's kind of like they try to keep it in the air there. Like mm-hmm. there's got to be like a level of arrogance and a oh, level yeah. of just like shitting on people because like that's what just keeps the competitive drive going. Like percentage wise, you're like the point zero one percent that made it to this level with everybody else. Point zero one percent, you know. So Fuck, dude. everybody kind of comes in with that mentality that I'm the best. Yeah. I'm the next fucking. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So you, and you played college football. Mm-hmm. So did you think that you were going to be pro at all? I wanted to, mm-hmm. yeah, for a while, but same thing, man. It's so, so hard on your body. <laughs> I think it's just crazy that you just like, you were like, well, maybe I'm just be a pro football player. And you're like, oh, let's just shift gear. Oh, how about mar- mixed martial arts? <laughs> cool. And then you just compete at like the highest level possible. That's yeah. fucking badass, dude. So, yeah, I don't know. I figure if I'm going to do it, I might as well do it, you know? Dude. Really do it. <laughs> I think that's a good motto. Quote yeah. him on that. If you're going to do it, really do it. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Just <laughs> fucking do it. All right. Uh, Dan, Daddy Long Leg Spits. Thanks for coming in and kicking it, bro. Thanks for having me, dude. Of course. Appreciate dude. it. Yes, yes. Mm. All right, everybody. Uh, We're going to get out of here because my butt hurts and I got to take a piss. So. All right. Happy to be here. See you guys. Peace. I'm just happy to be here. The fight before that, I snapped my arm in the first 30 seconds. Yeah, I broke a lot of shit. I punched a lot of walls and then got...
like TKO'd. It's silly. 